0: hey welcome to another uh direct motocross podcast here billy rainford right here and with us now we have uh an interesting kind of thing happened that kind of came out of left field for me Well, uh we'll maybe for people listening to this as well but uh there was a pretty interesting well let's just put it this way we had canadians in sweden over the weekend but uh hey i've got uh, yannick boucher on the phone yannick how you doing
1: I'm good yourself
0: <laughs> i'm doing well man uh, thanks for chatting with us today kind of uh pretty cool uh, experience i mean you just landed from uh landing from sweden didn't you
1: yeah yeah i know it's uh it's yeah quite the experience i uh just uh, got back from a, a busy like it was two and one and a half two days whatever it is uh <laughs> with a bit of a time change so it's uh definitely a little bit jet lag but yeah it was it was a fun uh fun trip
0: okay well we'll get into some uh, more detail on that uh, in a second i mean that uh pretty cool story going along. Like I say, it kind of came out of left field for me, but, uh, let's talk about, uh, we just finished up the Canadian, uh, triple crown series, the motocross portion of it. Uh, you seem to be one of those riders that we talk about that falls in that category of can't quite go with those top few guys, but has the rest of the field covered, right? Like, is that a fair assessment?
1: Yeah, I think you could, uh, yeah, you could say that. it was, uh, it was a, like top, like top 10. I was, a uh, Top 10 was my goal uh, coming into the summer and uh, I was able to get like uh, I guess multiple top 10 finishes uh, over uh, over at a couple races so I was uh, I was pretty happy about that, but yeah just lacking the I think a little bit of speed to get into that next that next top group of riders uh, in front of me.
0: right, so who, who did you get to know the best on the track? Would it be like Parker Eels? would it be Liam O'Farrell? was it uh, Ryan Derry? You're, you're, who were you with the most out there?
1: Yeah, actually uh, all those three guys you named, like, uh, uh, Liam, I got Liam, I think it was Gopher had some uh, some some battles with him and then uh, uh, Parker, I found, my, found myself into battles with him at a couple rounds and uh, but Ryan Derry, we were uh, going back and forth uh, all season, so uh, pretty much those guys were uh, around me for, for most of the motos
0: Right, it, it was funny, kind of you know, being at trackside and watching. It's like, well, here we go again. These guys are there; <laughs> they are again going at it, just like the guys at the front. It was you guys going for that uh, next group.
1: Yeah, we always seem to to find each other. No matter no matter where you start off, you just end up finding each other yourself uh, at the end of the moto.
0: Did you guys talk about that, like about the track?
1: Oh uh, yeah, sometimes. I mean, it's, it's it's good. Like we don't have it's, it's good uh, good friendly battles. Nothing nothing wrong with it. So it's it's always it's always cool
0: right like it's funny because I, I joked with parker i mean he went down in the first corner and ended up basically where he would finish anyway you know what i mean like you guys could get the whole shot and end up there or get from last and you end up in that spot it's kind of <laughs> right. i don't know if it's kind of frustrating from your point i guess like you say you want to get that next little edge to get those other guys right
1: yeah exactly i mean it's always it's always good uh, it's always nice getting uh, getting good starts and not having to deal with the passing riders but uh it would be nice to to get that that extra bit of uh a speed to be with that that next group but i guess i mean uh it'll come with, with time and uh and practice
0: yeah no I'm, I'm wondering too like i always ask uh people this and it kind of basically it chased me away from trying to race at that uh, high level it was like uh, is there something that you can see that you would work on to get to that level or is it just not everybody can be a champion you know what i mean though no, like they, every it can't be that easy obviously
1: Right. No, I, yeah, I know what you mean. It's, uh, yeah, I think, uh, so. I think, it's, uh, a pretty serious level of, co- of commitment to, uh, getting yourself to that, that next level. I mean, for me, um, like if, like if I'm usually pretty busy with work and, uh, and then if I would maybe, I don't know, like focus a full winter on, uh, on motocross, maybe it would, uh, I, I mean, I'm sure it would help, but, uh, I spent my winter on snow, which is, uh, another season of, I really enjoy. So, uh, which it does benefit motocross at the same time, but maybe not as much as if I would, uh, I would be down south the uh, training during the winter.
0: Right. But I mean, then again, there's the whole fun factor and keeping things fresh. I mean, now you're Doing the snow bike cross stuff. I mean, that's opened other doors. Uh, X Games stuff, uh, championships around. You know, I mean, obviously we've had we've had some troubles with snow the past couple of years, but uh, and COVID, not to mention. But uh,
1: yeah, yeah, no, exactly. The snow biking is kind of right. Like it's kind of like my my season where I uh, I'm more focused on, and I kind of use moto as as training for snow bikes. But at the same time, uh, you know, I've been always getting uh, always just improving slowly in in moto as well so i i want to do good in both but uh it's tough when you're trying to when you're trying to get to that next that next step in the sport
0: all right now what um do we think this uh as we wrap up summer here like do we think the snow season is going to get back to normal a little more or have you heard anything
1: i'm I'm really hoping so we haven't heard much as of yet but uh i think the ice circuit over in the states are gonna announce their schedule sometime in September, so uh, it'll be interesting to see what they come up with. And I know X Games; I think they're trying to get the motorsports back involved after after not having us last winter. So, and then the Canadian series, I'm still not sure yet. So it's still a bit up in the air. I got plans for for free riding either way. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna be spend spending time on my, on the snow bike, mm. but uh. I really hope that things clear up and we can go get back to, to more to normal life and racing.
0: Right. For sure. Now you say free riding. Does that mean you're heading out uh heading out in um, Cody Matichuk and Brock Hoyer's kind of uh area?
1: Yeah, that's the plan. I want to, we did, uh, we did a, a trip, a week trip at the end of this season. uh after the last race, last race got canceled. Uh, uh, me, uh, Stu Bailey, uh, the team owner, from Bailey Motorsport and his son, we uh, we packed up and went out west for a week, and uh, it was it was a really cool experience. So uh, it definitely opened up my eyes to the opportunities out there, and uh, I think you know, riding for, for Yeti, they that's something that uh, that they they like having riders out there. I mean, that's what sells them kits, right? So uh, so best the plan is to do a bit more of that this winter.
0: Okay, that's good. Cool. I mean, hey, Bracebridge is nice. I know you go there quite a bit, but uh, no replacing the uh, the Rocky Mountains and the snow you get out there and stuff.
1: <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, I did I did have some good uh, like without racing too much this winter. I did get the chance to free ride places in Ontario that uh, I don't usually and don't usually get to, and it was I was a lot of fun too. I mean, but yeah, nothing compares to the the mountains of a West. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> right okay now where did you finish the uh, Canadian motocross nationals the series what was your point
1: I ended up uh, 11th in uh, in the motocross series
0: so. okay okay uh now were you happy with that what's uh, I mean obviously uh, you probably weren't you wanted to be a few points up ahead of that
1: yeah I really wish I could have tracked the top 10 um, but uh yeah last year I ended up 12 so oh, I okay. mean I get uh, one spot one spot in front of where I finished last season so Still uh, a bit of an improvement, but I really wish I would have gotten to that top 10.
0: All right. Now, are you right now driving back to Hearst, Ontario?
1: No, right now I'm uh, just driving out of the, the, well, the airport on my way to uh, where I parked my trailer and truck after Walton, and uh, I'm actually going to be heading down to uh, to the Supercross track to get ready for Supercross.
0: There we go. That's That's what I wanted Perfect. to know. So what t- when do you think you'll be messing around on that? I'll be out at uh, Vision Built on Tuesday.
1: I'm I'm hoping yeah tomorrow uh, today's Monday. I'm hoping yeah tomorrow. I'm hoping to be uh oh, Hopefully by tomorrow, if not Wednesday, be out on the track and uh, get some get some riding time on on Supercross before before the weekend.
0: Okay, good good yeah. I know it's supposed to. Do, I think we're supposed to get some rain on Wednesday. So tomorrow and Thursday, oh, wow. we'll see. I,
1: I didn't check the forecast. Hopefully not too much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, all right. So. Uh, okay, well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that you're going to do the uh, Supercross portion as well. I mean, with it condensed into two weekends, I guess uh, why not, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. It makes it it makes it uh, nicer for well for me, like coming from the north, uh, just get it done in two weeks, and then then I can go back home and not have to you know, go to work. So it's a lot easier that way instead of spreading it out over mm-hmm. another couple weekends.
0: Nice. Now what, uh, just to remind people and me, I guess here, was it, is it Boucher, is it an HVAC company? Are you plumbers? What do you guys do?
1: Yeah, we do, we do a little bit of, we do, I'm a licensed plumber, but we do heating and cooling as well. Uh, It's a, it's, it's a small town, so you can't really uh, afford to just do one thing. So we do, uh, we do a little bit of everything, but uh, yeah, it's really pretty busy back home and I know the guys are anxious for me to get back to work <laughs>
0: stop slacking off yeah <laughs> all right well let's let's talk about what happened this past weekend now I know I think I saw danica white out there at west she put something up about these electric bikes and I saw them and I'm like well what is why is she talking about this and then I go on the old uh the old social media this morning and I see Danik Boucher is in Sweden. What the what the heck's going on?
1: <laughs> yeah, I actually, uh, I met up with Danica out there. We were both at the, the same same event.
0: <laughs> okay, well, sure. well, let's let's back it up here. How the heck did this happen? When tell people what this was.
1: I mean, this started back. I guess uh, it's kind of yeah, it's kind of a funny story. It started back earlier this summer. Uh, I got a a message from uh, from these guys. Uh, the cake Bikes on uh, on Instagram asking if I wanted to participate in this uh, world's first uh, electric championship, whatever, like a one weekend race. And uh, at first, I honestly I thought it was a scam. At first, I never <laughs> heard of these of these bikes before. So I'm like, well, I'm not wasn't too sure about it. But I just like replied and uh, ended up going to a long conversation and uh, some emails and then uh, everything. Next thing you know, it was moving forward, and I was uh, planning the trip to go to, to Sweden uh, right after the series finished off. So it, it it all worked out that way. So it was it was pretty unique how uh, how they went about. and I'm not even sure why they how they went about picking people, but it was uh it was really cool. It was just a bunch of athletes from different disciplines around the world, and uh, we all met up for this one. Like a world championship electric bike race.
0: Wow! So I guess like they had uh, like budget to fly people in and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, they, they were flying people in from uh, from all over. So it's uh, yeah, it's really pretty cool.
0: All right. Now I know I to be honest, I didn't really recognize the names on here except for obviously you and uh, and Danica Danica there. But uh, there's a, there's a guy from France named Ben Milo. That's kind of funny. Yeah, Ben. <laughs> Different Ben. ben, ben
1: yeah yeah um <laughs> uh, and then uh sylvain vidal yeah another french guy so it was, it was good i had talking french over there
0: <laughs> oh nice did they understand your french
1: <laughs> yeah they do it's a, uh, it's definitely a bit different than uh than mine my my french is a bit of a kind of a slang compared to them but uh, we were able to understand each other
0: <laughs> yeah all right well let's talk about the format it was kind of weird like uh kind of like not i want to say round robin but they were like they ended up doing like uh, like. Back in the day, like snowboard cross stuff, you know, yeah, big, big final, small exactly,
1: final. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. There's uh round Robbins is four cross they call it. Is uh, uh, the guy that uh, managed the whole race part of it was used to do organized events for skiing. So, oh, okay. so that's, that's exactly the format they use, which was uh, was was kind of cool because it gave you uh, it gave you an opportunity to ride quite a bit, and then uh, yeah, if you made it to the finals, then you get a chance. Either in the big final, the small final, and it was it was interesting because you never know who's gonna where you're gonna end up, but yeah, it was was cool.
0: All right, now I'm looking at the big final and the small final, and I don't see your name on there, Yannick.
1: I did uh, no, so we had two days of racing. (laughs) I didn't make it into the first day. Uh, Yeah, I'm not gonna blame it on anything. I was just (laughs) not that great on the on the on the electric bike, and the second day I was able to make it to. to the finals and ended up third in the small final.
0: Oh, okay. Now I yeah, just okay. I watched. Uh, I mean, that uh, ride cake on their Instagram. They actually put up kind of like a little video uh, edit, and the bikes look pretty tight. Like you'd want to be a bit smaller person maybe to ride them. But look, they look fairly small.
1: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's one thing. It kind of gave me a disadvantage off the line of just being a bigger bigger, taller guy. It was, uh, the bike is a bit smaller for some, I didn't feel like I was like crammed up on it, but yeah, it is, it is a bit smaller than uh, your average two fifty four fifty
0: bike. Right now. I mean, obviously everyone is got electric bikes in the works. I mean, it's obviously we're, uh, we're just kidding ourselves if we don't think this is the future, but, to, so did they, were they able to hold this like in the, in a city kind of thing? Like, I mean, that's obviously where the future is. That'd be amazing to be able to do that.
1: Yeah, I think that's their whole idea of it is to be able to hold these events into like downtown areas later on, or like really where you cannot hold motorsports usually. But uh, this one was actually at a a cart. Uh, it's called a Gatlin Ring. It's like the uh, car racetrack. Okay. So uh, it was just around the track. They built this little purpose-built track for the for these bikes, and uh, it was uh, it was actually a really cool spot. So. And, uh, but it wasn't in a city. But that's their whole idea of it. With the use of electric bikes, you're uh, you're able to go places where you can't really with loud four stroke noises. All
0: right, Okay. Well, so um, were you? I mean, obviously, you're in and out so darn quickly. Were you able to check anything out? Do you have you ever been over to that area before?
1: I've never been overseas, so this oh, was uh nice. this was a first for me. So that was just that alone was, was super cool. Um, we got to check out like. We didn't have too much time, but we did get to check out the, we were in, uh, the town we were in was Bisbee in Sweden. And it was, a. Uh, it's an old, like, a uh, medieval, medieval town, super old, uh, cobblestone streets and just old abandoned churches and castles with, a, a wall around the whole town, um, for back in the day, I guess, when they were <laughs> protecting themselves. So it's, uh, it was super cool for, uh, to, to check all that out and, uh. And then spend some time with all the athletes, athletes from all over, from different disciplines. Meet new people. Is it, it was a bunch of fun for that.
0: Oh wow! Okay, so wh- when did you actually fly in, and, and you just obviously flew out? So when did you get there?
1: Uh, I go, we got uh, we flew uh, later on Tuesday afternoon. Oh, okay, and I, I got there uh, around dinner time on the Wednesday, uh, and then uh, then we had practice on the Thursday and race Friday, Saturday, and. Uh, just flew back. Well, yeah, flew back part of the way to Amsterdam. No, sorry, to Stockholm. Uh, Sunday. Later on in the day, and then today, for just flew back from Amsterdam, Stockholm, Amsterdam, Amsterdam to Toronto. Oh
0: man. Okay. So you don't really even know what day it is right now.
1: <laughs> no, it's. Like I gotta say, it's a little bit confusing, <laughs> especially with the time change. Uh, it should be right now. It's. It should be ten thirty. The time over there. So. I would be in bed by now, but I still gotta stay up till uh, till later on now.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do it when you come back this way. Stay up. Yeah,
1: like I feel like it might be easier this way than uh, than going over there. I was pretty tired the first
0: day. Yeah, yeah. See, old uh, phase advance versus phase delay situation. That's anyway, yeah, that's technical. <laughs> All right, buddy. Yeah. Well, well, that's amazing. So, you, um, what's your supercross history? How much of this have you done?
1: I don't. I don't have. Uh... Too much supercross experience so i'm kind of going into it with the idea of just uh going into it learning from having fun and learning from it um i uh i did the events i did in the past was montreal supercross which i did two years mm-hmm. and that's about that's about all the experience i have all about, on it i've been i was able to get a little bit of practice in uh, at my place after after the first year of Montreal Supercross, I kind of revamped my track at home to build it into a Supercross track. Okay. Um, so I got some some riding time on it, but uh, usually never home too much, so I don't get to to ride it.
0: All right. Well, I mean, generally, the you know the ones they set up for this, they have amateur racing too, so it's not exactly too too crazy it's a bit uh the, the track at vision built is a little bit uh, probably a little peakier than you're going to see even at uh, at the gopher dunes tracks i bet so if you get comfortable on there and like you say you've done montreal so it shouldn't be yeah
1: it. i know exactly yeah that's the plan just uh yeah not i don't want to i don't want to go crazy on this stuff just uh just learn learn from it and uh take it step by step and not uh, try not to not get injured all, over it but uh i just want to yeah, have fun and uh, get some points in the in the triple crown series
0: all right. Well, you're uh, one of your rivals, Ryan Derry, won our uh, Most Improved Supercross rider last year. So uh, that might be uh, that award might be open for you.
1: Yeah, maybe if we can uh, <laughs> learn from it and, and earn that. That'd be cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, Yannick. Well, I appreciate you chatting with us. I just uh, I want to talk with you and hear uh, hear it from you, kind of what, uh, what that was all about. So that was kind of cool that uh, you were able to go over and do that. Um, man, I guess... I'll be seeing you uh tomorrow or the next day man at uh who who'd you like to thank Yannick? let's uh, let's thank some sponsors here
1: yeah uh, thanks for uh, thanks for having me it was, it was a pleasure talking and I just want to thank the um obviously the the whole cake bike team for uh this oppor- opportunity to go over in Sweden and uh, have a have a good time over there and then uh, obviously my team for the the awesome motorcross season and uh the, all our, all our sponsors i mean Oscar motorcycles uh, motul uh st Oz recreation hall race fuels renegade uh, fly racing just everyone on the team uh that supported me this uh, over this past summer and into the supercross bounds i uh, really appreciate it
0: all right cool man Well, uh get some sleep and then uh yeah, we'll be talking to you, uh, well, it's only—it's literally 30 minutes from my doorstep, so it's pretty cool getting over to the Supercross pra- practice track. So I will see you That's there.
1: Awesome. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll see you then.
0: Okay, thanks a lot, Yannick. Talk All to right. you
1: soon. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.